my husband and I were doing it all. We didn't have any employees. It was just us. It was this wedding venue that for some crazy idea, we let people have until midnight. And so I would go out, I'd wake them from their sleep, put them in their stroller, push them out and, and clean, you know, bathrooms. the bathrooms yeah. and any other, other areas that they use. Parents, have you ever felt overwhelmed? <laughs> Questioning if you have what it takes to raise your kids? in this crazy world, we'll take heart because you were made for this. And we're so glad you're here for A Home That Heals, our podcast focusing on the God-given tools and wisdom that we all need to create homes that are filled with love, healing, and purpose. Today, what you might not know about our home that heals. We get a lot of questions on this topic. A lot. And, and not just since starting this podcast, but just in life in general, from our friends, our family, acquaintances we meet. They think we have kind of a weird life. They are shocked. <laughs> and it dawned on us this week, um, as we were talking about doing this podcast recording, we really haven't shared with you a lot of details about how we live life and <laughs> its weirdness. Mainly, probably because we don't want you to think we're weird. <laughs> we're just like keeping this a secret. No, I, it did hit me though that we've mentioned little bits of it and I think people have caught on, but um, you know, you might not realize how close we live to each other or uh, a little bit about our story of how we started living close to each other. So we just want to share that with you today. The technical term for what we do is multi-generational living. So three generations living in close proximity. For some people, that means living in the same house. And it did for us in the early days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it lasted, I don't know, what, eight, nine months, I think, something like oh, that. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was a year. A yeah. year? Okay. Uh -huh. Who was counting? <laughs> Maybe you were. Uh, but... Uh, but in, but then we just we have separate homes. But um, the way this all developed was was kind of we. I don't, I'm going to quit using the word weird. It was just kind of natural in a way. It just sort of happened, and I'm so glad it did. Yeah, it wasn't planned. It wasn't like I grew up wanting to live with my parents for the rest <laughs> of my life, um, or my husband married me thinking I yeah. want to live with her. Oh yeah. oh yeah. What whatever happened to that leave and cleave idea? You know. Oh right. Yeah. No, it. It really happened just out of happenstance. You know, we actually, my husband and I had just purchased a property that we were running as a business. We had two babies, two kids under the age of one. And <laughs> yeah, might as well have had twins. <laughs> yeah, they were so close in age. And we're running this business. You were actually, you had just sold your house and you had, you know, put an offer on a property you guys were going to be building. And um, it was all going as planned, and then things just fell apart, pretty much. Yeah. So you you guys moved in with us. Just it was supposed to be just till you found another house that you wanted to buy, right? You Am know, I, I, I gotta be honest. I don't remember exactly how that all developed, but I know that yeah, like you said, there was something that didn't pan out the way we wanted it to on the property that we had put some money down on. And so we were on the search again, and we wanted to live close to you guys because we knew you were starting this new business, and it, it was a beautiful wedding venue that um, required a lot of work, mm -hmm. and we recognized that. But so we wanted to be close. But uh, then 
I don't know, was it you or, or your husband that brought up the idea? Well, that's what's kind of crazy and what just shocks people is it was my husband that realized we had this spot on our property that would be perfect for the home that you were thinking of building. You, well, well, no, <laughs> <laughs> let's backtrack a little bit. No, no, no. The home we were thinking of building was a normal home with a garage, uh, you know, um, fair, some square footage. This little piece of property was just room for a cottage, which I love that term cottage. And it was just enough room to not have a garage. <laughs> And so, yeah, it wasn't quite exactly what we had in mind. But I will say this. I never believed that he really came up. That's probably why I can't remember, because I didn't believe my my son-in-law would think of having his in-laws live that close to him. I don't think I really believe it. So it really wasn't your idea, huh? No, it really wasn't. And I even, before we mentioned it to you, I brought it up multiple times of, are you sure you even want to mention this? Like, what are you? Do you know what you're getting into? Yeah. Like, can we still, you know, survive our marriage and survive our family life with my parents so close? But I will say you, uh, at that time, I think you already had been living with us and helping us tremendously. So again, two kids under the age of one, sleepless nights, busy, 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 r- starting this new business. Part of starting this new business was, you know, my husband and I were doing it all. We didn't have any employees. It was just us. It was this wedding venue that for some crazy idea we let people have until midnight <laughs> when they would get married there our first year. And so I would go out with my babies in their stroller, I'd wake them from their sleep, put them in their stroller, push them out and, and clean, you know, bathrooms. the bathrooms yeah. and any other, other areas that they used, um, you know, after midnight and I'd have to close up and make sure people had left. And so when you guys moved in with us, I just remember this huge relief that I didn't have to wake up my babies anymore and take them out because you guys were there. They could keep sleeping and I could go out and clean. And there were even some times where I just had a really rough day, a hard time. And you guys would, probably I fell asleep on the couch or something and you just wouldn't wake me up. You'd go out and you'd do the cleaning. And that was such an immense blessing. And then just the way you guys jumped in to helping us in life and with the business, you know, my husband was working full time. And so you, you relieved him of a lot of responsibilities and a lot of work because you helped us shoulder that, you know, your phrase, many hands make light oh, it's, work. It's not my phrase. It's not your phrase. But <laughs> I wish it were my phrase. That's a good truth right there. It many is. hands make light work. And of course we have to throw in there that there, there's nobody on the planet that does laundry and dishes better than your dad. Oh, amen. <laughs> that was a big bonus. I would move in with dad again, just so my laundry, like, especially during this time period of my life, I feel like my kids just try to wear as many clothes as possible in oh, a day. I think they do. It's like yeah. a, a And dirty as many dishes as they could, <laughs> which you have a tip on that. We'll, we'll, we'll cover that maybe, Ooh, okay. you know, cause I yeah. love that tip. Maybe we can do that at the end of this, this podcast. Is new. Maybe I yeah. should wait and see if it actually is oh, going to work. True. But that's true. Yeah. No, I, we just, we get a lot of questions of how can you do that? And frankly, it is my husband who gets, <laughs> when he finds out that, or back then when he found out that, you know, or people found out that he was living with his in-laws, living next door. A lot of people ask, how do you do it? And I really feel thankful and blessed that God has given us um, wisdom in this area. I don't think, you know, we didn't read any books on this. I, this was 10, 11 years ago when we started 
living together. And that was unheard of. You know, there weren't yeah. people to ask advice from. There, I, di- I didn't have any friends that lived with their parents or even, frankly, near them. <laughs> they usually, yeah. it was, it, I didn't either. And it's interesting because when we started thinking about doing a podcast on this, I did look into it. And I'll share more research with you later because, you know, I kind of love oh, to do you that. I love that research. But it is astounding how this idea is growing right now. I mean, mm-hmm. there there are estimates, and there, it's based on research, not just any old thing, but that multi-generational living is growing dramatically. And it's really us baby boomers, you know, those of us that are aged between like 59 and 77. I won't tell you right where I am, but kind of smack dab in the middle of that. <laughs> um, but you know what? A lot a lot of times it's financial. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's like in your case, kind of needed us to help with the kids. Mm-hmm. That was a big part of it. And, um, and then, you know, there's the other side of the coin for a lot of families, and that is families looking for ways to care for their aging parents. I'm happy to say that's not quite the case yet. And I, I hope to stay vigorous and strong and alert for many, many years to come. But it is, it is a real issue for a lot of families. And so it's become practical. But when we started, it was still pretty, you know, not talked about much, even if families were doing it, because there's a little idea, well, not a little, a big idea out there that, well, you shouldn't really have to do that. Mm. But families are starting to discover that it has great benefits. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're excited that we can share our lifestyle because it does. It has great benefits and it goes both ways. And that's probably the key. It really needs to be mutually beneficial. Now, for you grandparents that are listening, you get the big benefit, right? Getting to be with your grandkids all the time. I mean, is life any better than having your little guys pop in and morning grandma, you know, and heading straight for the pantry and <laughs> feeling right at home in your home. I mean, it's, your fridge. for me anyway, it's just absolutely the best life I could have ever dreamed at this stage of the game. So there's that. And then of course, you've already mentioned being able to help with the kids with childcare. And especially now as families are becoming more and more concerned about where they send their kids, where they put their little ones for daycare, for example, or anything, it's just an issue for a lot of families. Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot of benefits that we want to highlight. And I just want to point out some of the stigmas though, too, because I think this is not, you know, we're not promoting freeloading off your parents the rest of your life. You know, there is a way to do this that is still um, a beautiful way to help your kids become responsible and independent, you know, you don't, it doesn't have to be a codependent relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's what shocks people is that we aren't codependent. You know, I think people assume that we see each other all the time and that, you know, while yes, you help with childcare, I don't just dump my kids on you all the time. I, I know that you have responsibilities and I have respect for that. And so there is, there's so much that goes into it. There's a lot of work that goes into it, but the benefits so outweigh the negatives. And I just think too of how many generations was this just so normal? I mean, Mm -hmm. I I realize, you know, this kind of, we've gotten away from multi-generational living 
what, in the last, well, you kind of mentioned maybe in the 70s. Yeah, it really started to happen, um, I think, in my, you know, my generation. I remember when I was in high school, the big thing was how soon could you get out from under your family's roof? You know, because mm. that meant, especially as a woman, that meant you were an independent person, you know, mm. independent. You could make it on your own. And that was really <clears throat> a hallmark of adulthood. And, and, not, and that's not all bad. I mean, I think there, we'll talk about leaving and cleaving at some point because that is important and boundaries are important and recognizing that we all have our need for that, you know, that independence as adults. But abandoning the support, mm-hmm. both financial support, the emotional support, the practical support that comes with living near uh, family members, mm-hmm. I think that has been lost in and it's a huge loss yeah. for kids, especially yeah. because when they're not connected with their grandparents, who probably love them, you know, as much as anybody could on this planet, besides their parents, losing that connection can really, really give them um, a deficit, I think, and give them a huge benefit if they have it close by. Yeah. Well, and I've always wondered too the, the multi generational wealth. Even you yes. know, when you as a family back in the day, you know, people had to live together or nearby um, to survive. They were working on the farm together. They were building a business together. They, they had to share their crop, their, you know, the food they were growing, the chores, all of that to just be able to get by. But then they were able to pass that on to their kids where it got a little easier and pass it on to their kids that maybe it got a little easier, you know, and passing that on to the generations where now it is, it's like this expectation that you just start at the bottom from scratch when you're 18. You know, there's, there isn't this same idea of building something to pass along to your children and, um, living life together and helping one another when the time comes. And like you mentioned, I think this multi-generational living is becoming a, a hot topic right now because people are, we're going through some financial strain, you know, as families. We're going through emotional strain as families. We have more families than not that are that are facing challenges, whether it's emotional, mental, physical challenges with themselves or with their children, and they need help. And so to be able to have a family nearby or living with you that can be that support and that help is you can't put a price tag on that. Mm, That's really true. I think back to when, again, when I was young and in the 70s, The Waltons was my favorite TV show. I (laughs) loved that show. And I love that my grandkids now like that Mm -hmm. program too. Because it it was, in case for some reason you did not know the Waltons, they were three generations, kind of a Great Depression story, you know, this family all living under one roof. And the the warmth, the support, all of those things that played out in their daily lives was so encouraging. But it was interesting, that was popular at a time when multi-generational living was not at all celebrated or considered something to strive for or even mm. think about. Mm. It was kind of a nostalgic thing. It was almost reminiscent of a of a time gone by. Mm. And now that we do have these issues, like for example, young people starting out, rent is so high. Who can afford to save money for a home? Yeah. I mean, that is so difficult. Um, and like you just mentioned, all the other things that, that are challenges facing our families are making this 
uh, much more popular and sought after. And so I'm excited that we can kind of share our lifestyle. But the interesting thing is at the same time the Waltons came out, there were a couple of movies, and I remember one in particular, and it was uh, Failure to Launch. I don't know if you guys remember that. That was back in 2006, so it hasn't been all that long ago, but it was sort of a movie growing out of this idea that you were a real failure if mm. you didn't launch out of your mom and dad's home. Um, it was It's kind of a funny movie. Matthew McConaughey's, uh, you know, living with his folks. And he's doing what you were just saying earlier about freeloading, you mm. know. And that's not what this is about. This is not about freeloading at all. Going back to our original premise, it's about beneficial living. Yeah. Mutually beneficial living. And that's sort of the whole idea. Yeah. So I don't know. You might be listening and thinking, you all are crazy. There is no way on earth I would live anywhere near my family. But I just encourage you, would you just... Just consider it. Hear us out. We're going to, on our next episode, we're going to go through some tips, like real practical tips that have helped us make this work. And um, just consider what it could mean for your family. If you're a grandparent, that when mom starts talking about her grandkids popping down at your house and saying, hi, good morning, grandma. You get this kind of like ache in your stomach because you think, oh, I've got my space. I got my time. I got my routine. Just keep an open mind. Please hear us out because you know what? Whether or not this is something that your family chooses to do, we don't know where life is going. Mm -hmm. And this might be something that you have to do and you have to be open to. And what a beautiful thing if instead of it being something that you reluctantly are doing, you think, oh, finally, finally, I get to live near my family. I get to do this multi-generational living thing. Or perhaps you're already thinking right now, like, we got to figure out how to make this work. We got to, we got to, you know, something's got to give. Maybe this is the option for you. Maybe this can be a huge blessing for you like it's been a blessing for us. And boy, do we have a deal for you. <laughs> because we're actually, oh, say, we, we never really explained. We live on five acres that we split. We both have our own homes, but we are right next to each other. And it's a wonderful setup the way mm -hmm. we've got it all set around, set around our lifestyle with animals and all of that. But guess what? We are, even though we've only been there for a few years, we are selling our homes and we're going to expand our alpaca operation because it's really starting to get um, some traction and we're excited about that. We really want to grow that. And so we need more acreage. We need more land. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So if, uh, you know, if you're looking for multi-generational <laughs> living, we, we got a deal for you. Well, I thought you were <laughs> going to tell people that we, about our YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we, well, we got another deal for you. we got another deal for you. And we're so excited because we really... We want to show you what this looks like. We yeah. want to bring you there if this is something that you're considering. And so we are, we're going to do our next podcast on this, but we're really going to dive deep onto our new YouTube channel. So you can find us on A Home That Heals on YouTube. And we are just, we're going to take you to what we call Barefoot Bluff. We love it there. We have found some really helpful things that work. We are probably going to tell you some funny stories of things that did not work mm -hmm, <laughs> living mm -hmm. so close to yeah, one another or with yeah. each other. But it is, it's this beautiful space that we've been able to live and breathe and enjoy life with our kids. And, and I just am so thankful that I've gotten to live this close with my parents and that it is, my husband says all the time we, and right even when we talked about moving, we're not doing it if your parents aren't coming. <laughs> he 
just really is so thankful for how we have found this to be a partnership. This isn't just living next to each other. This is a partnership in life. And it's it's awesome, you guys. So if you're curious, you want to learn more, um, hop on over and you can kind of see more on our YouTube channel. All right. And we uh, will be right back. KTSY presents the all-new Stories Unveiled podcast, hosted by Ashley Sears, where she invites guests to discuss how God is impacting their lives right here in the Treasure Valley. We talk about the purpose in every story and how to live in freedom from your past. Each episode, you're invited into a conversation about real life. If an issue is addressed in the Bible, then it's important to create a safe and supportive space to discuss it. New episodes of the Stories Unveiled podcast are now available at ktsy.org slash podcasts or listen at all major podcast providers. The Stories Unveiled podcast is created in partnership with KTSY and Barefoot Media Ministries. For more encouragement and other podcasts, visit ktsy.org. want to give you just a quick update because we're so excited about our alpacas. As we just mentioned, it's something that's become a bigger and bigger part of our lives. And so we have a baby due any day. We're excited. They're called Kriyas when they're babies. And we'll be showing you our um, beautiful new baby hopefully soon. But then we just found out yesterday that we have another expectant alpaca. Yes, Zuzu, who's my personal favorite. She is adorable. She is due you in September. I do. Oh. I Zuzu's always been my favorite. Oh, okay. I don't I love them all. I'm, she's very cute. She's so I don't know. I just love her. And she is due in September and we're so excited. Yeah. But one of our alpacas is not pregnant. And so we're going to um, go ahead and and <laughs> Give her the year off, I guess. No, no. We're, but we're going to hopefully breed her and she'll have a baby next year. Yeah, so that happens this afternoon. So stay tuned as we continue on this journey that is just, I don't know, it's one of those fun things that I've always wanted and I'm thrilled that my family's been willing to jump in and fall in love with them too. So we hope you will as you follow us here on A Home That Heals. Thanks to KTSY for sponsoring us so that we can share the ideas that that God has brought our way for helping our homes be homes that heal. And we hope that you'll be along with us next time. A Home That Heals is produced in partnership with 89.5 KTSY. To find out more about them, go to ktsy.org.